This week on the podcast, we are venturing to the Caribbean for one last ride as we talk about Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. everybody welcome back to the dissect that film podcast where we dissect the good the bad and the ugly of your favorite films and film franchises today as we said in the intro we are talking about the final film of the pirates of the caribbean franchise dead men tell no tales final one for now for now yes for now uh, i am your host brett parker joining me as always my wonderful co-host dan and angela of dna gaming i didn't get my rum to celebrate i i didn't either i was gonna make a drink and then i just said screw it i just grabbed a beer and we're here we're drinking it's a okay. sam adams sport rocker again usual. yeah it's listen i got my shirt on today you guys this was the shirt i was wearing on the first episode but i had to wear a sweatshirt because i felt like shit so i finally was able to wear the shirt that i bought right before we went to disney and it says dead man tell no tale so i had to wear it for today's episode there are no rum jokes in this movie, so you're fine. That's yeah, why you didn't remember sad. to get rum. Yeah. I'm just, but, uh, I'm just celebrating. Are you glad it's over? Is that what you're telling? <laughs> Is that what you're implying? <laughs> fuck these movies! Also, Holy hell! Also, it's the only one I don't own. I actually have them all back there, but I don't own this one because I think after the fourth one, I just didn't care enough to buy the fifth one because that because when this came out, I think Disney Plus. Had already been out. I don't know how long has Disney Plus been a thing. I don't think so because that's maybe. Tw- yeah, no. yeah, yeah, you're right. This is 2017. It, it had to be close. Yeah, because yeah, it wasn't like I don't think. I don't think DP. Yeah, didn't DP. drop till. Uh, <laughs> don't shake your head. <laughs> I I downplayed it. All right. Anyhow, anywho, uh, we're not doing the two fist. 2019. Just, there you 2019. go. So I was gonna say I, I figured it was early 2019 ish because. I remember whenever when the coof started, everybody's like, "Oh, no streaming services." Yeah. I just don't think anyone knew that this existed. Like, it just came out, and I think it just—I mean, it made a shit ton of money, so clearly people saw it. But like for me, who was a big fan of this franchise, I just didn't—I don't know if I didn't hear about it or or I just didn't care at the time. I—I I was kind of over it. I don't know what it was and why I didn't see this until I think it dropped on Disney Plus when it came out, and that's when I checked it out. So I I don't know. This is a this is a movie that is kind of an enigma. Like it's one of those things where it's like I feel there's people don't like we don't have a lot of comments about this movie. Uh, just a spoiler for the end of the episode, but we did get a lot of comments because I just feel like most people didn't know this existed. This is just yeah, one of those movies like, what? Oh, okay. Or people are just kind of sick of the franchise and didn't care enough to see it, which is... Which doesn't make sense, because, it. I mean, at this point, it had one stinker. Yeah. In our opinion. So. But, um, but yes, uh, Dead Men Tell No Tales was directed by two guys 
and I'm going to try my best to pronounce their names. Uh, Joachim Roning, who is a Nor- Norwegian director, he also directed Maleficent, uh, Mistress of Evil, the sequel to Maleficent. Maleficent, I don't know why I said it that way. Uh, yeah, this is kind of his... He did a short film in 2007. He directed a TV film in 2017 called Doomsday. And then Maleficent in 2019. And he's doing, he's got a film coming out this year, supposedly called Young Woman in the Sea. And then our second director is Espen Sandberg, who uh, directed a couple episodes of the Netflix Marco Polo show. And he did, a, you know, he's done a couple foreign films and then this was his last film in 2017. Well, actually, he directed one in 2019 called Ed Amundsen, Ed Munson, because he is also a Norwegian film director as well. So he was a producer on Troll. Troll. Oh, shit. There you go. Sorry, I was just looking at directorial things. Uh, no, it's okay. That's what, how Wikipedia has it set up. <laughs> No, that's fair, and, and and I wonder, like, not not down to downplay either one of these directors, and, and even at this point, Pirates is, I feel, still a notable franchise. Like, why it was like these two guys are like these are the guys to do it. The funny thing is, is that in uh, two thousand and six, he directed uh, Benditas, which is a French produced comedy that had both Selma Hayek and Penelope Cruz, who was in the you know, in the prior Pirates of the Caribbean. And then in this one, they would, uh, he would direct her husband, uh, Javier Bardem. So there you go. But yeah, it's, uh, you know, they, they've been around since like the late nineties, but, uh, right. really didn't hear much from them. Uh, this was actually written by just Terry Rossio and, uh, Jeff Nathanson, who also did the screenplay. So it was the first time that, the combo of Ted Elliott and Terry Rossio didn't write the movie. And I really just want to believe it was because on stranger tides was just not that good of a, of a script. And so they were like, let's put some new blood in here. Let's try to spice it up, you know, for what I want to call the conclusion to the Jack Sparrow saga of this franchise. Listen, this, the pirates of the Caribbean franchise, as a side note here, I think could go on for a long time. But you have because you have so much pirate lore out there that you could you could take and you can create into your own into that Pirates of the Caribbean feel. But I think Jack Sparrow needs to just ride off into the sunset. And I know with with all the um, off, you know, off screen issues that Johnny Depp has had in the last few years, I don't think he's going to be coming back. He has also stated he isn't coming back because Disney dropped him immediately, like as, as soon as allegations came up uh, against him and all that stuff. We're not going to get not going to get into that because that's not what this show's about. But Jack Sparrow, you know, I think this was a good end to that character. And yeah, I mean, that's that's about it. I think but I, I would love to see what they could do with this franchise going forward with just, brand, just bring in brand new characters. Just mm-hmm. give us something uh, fresh and new with no tie ins to uh, these films at all. Yeah, as long as they're as long as the characters are interesting and well written or exactly. well acted, like yeah. they can be good new characters. It's, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. 
Um, we don't need everybody to be like, oh, it's Jack Sparrow. Like, yeah, you can't we don't be the only pirate that affects in. everything in reality. Like, it's just not do that shit. Like, I don't even want an, a new one to come out and then just mention him. Even if he never shows up, I don't be like, do you remember the legend of Jack Sparrow? It's like, no, no, no. Just don't do that. Don't do that. And this, and this one. Just, just have it be Pirates of the Caribbean, and that's it. Because guess what? There's lots of pirates that came out of yeah. the Caribbean. We just, <laughs> Jack Sparrow is done and over with. So what's going to happen? Here's my here's my idea for the next one. It's going to be a main character named Jack, oh. right? But it's not Jack Sparrow. But there's going to be an evil German boat warlord that Jack fucked his mom. So he's like, I'm going to get back at Jack Sparrow. And it's this whole miss. Like, everybody thinks he's Jack Sparrow. This dude thinks he's Jack Sparrow, but it's not Jack Sparrow. And that's our connection. Because Jack Sparrow affects everything. Jack Sparrow is the reason for the American Revolution. He's the reason for World War II. He killed Archduke Franz Ferdinand, Franz Ferdinand <laughs> started World War One. Where are we? He was the, fan, there when the wall fell. Where is Dan going out. with this, everybody? He's, he's way past left field. You dude. remember when all the pop stars sung about Are you the, sure you're the, not the, talking about like where they could go with like the Predator series? Like, Are, are you confusing franchises? Like, What is happening maybe. here? You remember when all the 80s pop stars got together and they sang all the like love around the world or the AIDS prevention thing? Yes. Jack Sparrow was in that music video. He affects everything in our reality, apparently. Okay. Well, it's a good that idea is, for a movie. That's yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Guess what Dan. song's in my head now? Thanks, dear. <laughs> I just um, think of I just think of Schwarzenegger and the other guy from Predator doing like the manly like oh. high five. That's what I'm thinking of right now. <laughs> Guys can't stand up. Like I'm like, geez. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's enough testosterone in that scene to give anybody an erection. It's like oh, Fallout. Lord. <laughs> anyway, pirates. We're talking about pirates today. So we got the <laughs> pirates <laughs> way, so this, way over there. Like, where are we going? This movie came out uh, t- almost ten years to the day after At World's End, which kind of ties into the whole Will Turner being the captain of the Dutchman. He can't step foot on land for ten years. So it's like, did it's they do this on purpose? We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, so this has the return of Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow, of course. We have Javier Bardem as our villain. He, I, 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 Salazar is cool. And to be honest, as soon as he you see him for the first time, you're just like, this guy's way better than Blackbeard in every way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he literally just, you don't even, he doesn't even say any words. He just, his appearance, you're just like, I already like this. I already like where this is going and who... He is supposed to be, even when like you have he, no information on who he actually is. That's like when he's like walking on his swords. Yeah, like when you first it's like see his him, crutch. Just in the back. Yeah, yeah I was it's like, really cool. Awesome. Uh, Jeffrey Rush is back as Barbosa, and to be honest, I like Barbosa in this movie. I like how he is. He is not the Barbosa from the original trilogy, which is the one I like the most. But he seems more in that vein in this one than he did in the prior one. We're pretty much just going to, uh, I mean, I, I, we're not going to talk about our thoughts on this movie until the very end. We're going to switch it up a little bit in this episode. Probably yeah. And going piss forward. Off. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you, everybody. You have to fight out. You have to actually listen to the episode. <laughs> please listen. Just don't skip to the end, please. Please. Please listen to our show. Um, I have time to think about what I'm going to say. Right. <laughs> I can afford it. I got to pay my rent. Oh, <laughs> man. We have uh, Breton Thwats, who plays... What? I don't think that's <laughs> that was a fucking sound effect. That was not a name. The weights? The weights? Okay. Brenton sure. 
weights. You spit on me. I got excited. I did. I, all the way through the screen. I'm so sorry. Uh, he he plays Henry Turner. Uh, we have. Oh, Lord. Why people in their names? I am awful with names. Uh, we have Kaya Rose Scoldelario Davis. Just say Kaya Scoldelario. Oh my God. That's what it, that's what uh, it comes up on. Uh, IMDb. So. Yeah, she plays uh, uh, Karina. She was in. Did you guys see Crawl? About the the girl who like has to go back and rescue her dad because there's like a hurricane hitting and she has to like fight off alligators. She's no, in that, she, heard she, it, and I've I liked her it. in that. What uh, I'm trying to think of. Oh, what else was she? What else she was in? She was in something else. Resident we Evil. Oh, she's been in a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. Resident <laughs> oh, Evil. Oh my god, That's two weeks. Yes. Is it going to be two weeks in a row that we're going to talk about a movie with her in it? Oh my god. Yes. I was like, that's crazy. Oh. Is that a, other than doing like a franchise where there automatically is a returning cast member? Is that the first yeah. time that we're doing back to back movies not related yeah, to each other with an act? Oh, wow. Yeah. That's wild. She was so. in uh, the Maze Runner movies. Um, mm -hmm. She was in Clash of the Titans, which I, I I try to remember who she was in that movie, but it's been so long since I, I watched it. I don't I don't remember. I don't know either. I swear to God, I've seen her. She was in like a show too. I don't know. I'm not gonna really go too oh. into her. Oh, oh, um, uh, Kevin McNally is back as Gibbs, which is fantastic. Always nice to have him. Oh my God, people, people, these names. Oh, I know, I know what he's trying to say. We have. I apologize deeply for how much I am going to destroy this uh, this yeah. woman's name. Goal, Shifter. Farah Hani. That was pretty good. I don't think it was correct, I, I but it was close enough. I think uh, you did no offense. Well. Uh, yeah, she plays uh, Sh Shansa, who is like the witch. Yes. She, what else has she been in that I recognize? See, I feel like I recognize the people and I just don't take the time to look up to be like, hey, what did I see her in? It's just not important. Uh, we have David Wenham, who he was in Iron Fist, which is not really what he's known for. Uh, he was in the first season. He was like the villain of the first season of Iron Fist. He was in 300. He was in the Lord of the Rings. That's where most people are going to know him from. He was in the Lord of the Rings uh, yeah. trilogy. He was in Van Helsing. Uh, and he's been in a lot. He played Carl. He was like Van Helsing's helper. He was like the hunchback oh, guy, I think. Or he, yeah, I think he was a hunchback. No, he was a hunchback. He was a, he was like a son of a um, bitch. He was a friar. He was like a friar tuck guy. I know he fucking looked familiar. Yeah, he's Faramir. We got his card over there. Yeah. <laughs> Lord of the Rings set for magic. Yeah, he's he's been in a, a lot of stuff. Oh, he was in Kangaroo Jack. I want to mention that. Oh, he was shit. in that fucking movie that literally we are going to talk about at some point. Well, why did I? I did not, did not want to click on that. Uh, oh, my God. No, he wasn't in Kangaroo Jack. He was in Crocodile Hunter Collision Course, the movie. Oh, my God. He was the he was the guy. Oh my god! Was he the villain? Sort he sort of. I, if you want to call him a villain, there really wasn't a villain in the movie. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, he was just. I don't I remember. It's been so long since I saw since I've seen Collision Course, but Crocodile Hunter Collision Course is um, a prized possession of mine, and I remember seeing it in theaters, and I think I cried because I love That's Steve Rollins so much. Dude, I don't. I I totally get. I did not realize that was him. But I looked at his face and I was like, I know who that man is. I cannot figure out who it is. Take the hat off. Right. <laughs> we got Stephen Graham back as Scrum from the prior film. We have Martin Kleba back. 
you know Martin Club, a little guy. Yeah, he from really the, knows from the original trilogy. He really knows Scrum's mom. <laughs> he does, Marty. <laughs> like, uh, we have <laughs> we have Giles New back as Murtog. He's the guy who's like I said, he was the him and um, I think it's is it Krebble? No, Mulroy. it's Angus Bar- uh, Barnett who plays Mulroy. They were in the first one. They were the the officers that Jack sees as he shows up in Port Royal. They were um, in all three of the originals, but they weren't in the fourth one, right? No, no. So there was a when the third one ended. A lot, the reason why the mo- the fourth movie didn't have a lot of the returning uh, black uh, black pearl members there was because everybody was doing something else, and they were like, "We just can't mm-hmm. do it." And which made me, and so they had to come up with the whole story behind, you know, the Pearl being captured and killing the whole crew except for Barbosa. But yeah, this was mostly filmed in Australia. And the reason behind that is because the Australian government was like, hey, you can get a tax break if you come film over here. Yeah, that's how you get them. Yeah. And that was the whole thing. There was a, there was a whole thing with Johnny Depp and his ex-wife uh, where they, so when you travel to a foreign country well to certain countries i guess you have to report that you're bringing animals and they never reported that they were bringing their dogs and so it's like you can't do that and so they got arrested and had to pay like huge fines and apologize and all that stuff it was a whole thing i remember it happening um interesting also johnny depp was going through a divorce during the filming of this so i guess there was a lot of uh he didn't show up to film on time like rarely ever and uh it was a, it was a whole thing and there was reports these are all just like speculation i don't know like the the full you know length of truth behind it but i know that from what i've read is that he also was was not sober a lot in this movie like it, i mean jack is not sober a lot in this movie but also <laughs> johnny tepp would just yeah. show up and and uh it was pretty you know, saucy doing some scenes. I mean, I couldn't point out which ones they were uh, between, you know, because he is a good actor. So, you know, you play off a drunk pretty well. But yeah, it was just it was a mess, especially for him. And then this was kind of, you know, after this movie, this is kind of when his career just kind of took a big nosedive with all of his, uh, you know, off screen stuff that was going on, which is sad because I Johnny Depp was like one of my favorite. I was like, I love these actors and then all this shit happens with them. And then I'm like, fuck. I mean, Johnny Depp is a, is a different situation than let's say like Kevin Spacey, who I was a huge fan of. And then he's a piece of shit. So I don't, I don't care. I mean, I can enjoy his, you know, his movies, but I'm not, I'm, it's okay that he doesn't show up in things anymore. Johnny Depp, a little bit different, I guess, based on where you sit on that whole debate. But like I said before, we're not going to go too deep into it. Yeah. I, I get angry with that one. And there's some other surprises in this movie, but I don't want to talk about them in this part of the show. I want to talk about them while we're going through the plot. So <laughs> one of them. Yeah. I mean, listen, we were guys, both like what? Yeah, there's that. I mean, there's not uh, too much to talk about when it comes to behind the scenes with this. I mean, there are. But if you want, just go online and um, look it up. There's actually a cool little clip on Disney Plus about the whole uh, making of uh Javier Bardem's character Salazar and how all that worked, which was really cool. It was a, he didn't have to suit up like Bill Nye did for Davy Jones. It was, you know, he had the, the garb on, but he had to wear like certain things to, you know, cause his hair like flows weird and his clothes are very flowy. Cause it's supposed to be, they're supposed to be acting like they're underwater. 
mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. And, you know, a lot of the practical ship work and stuff like that. But they also there's a you can tell there's a lot more CG in this than in most Pirates movies, even though mm-hmm. I think as they go along, it just gets there's just more and more and more. Uh, that's just how yeah. it works in Hollywood. You're just if you got the means to do it. throw some cg on there and to be honest the pirates movies have always had good cg i don't think i've i've remember seeing one going oh that's a that's a rough shot like there are times where things look a little weird but it's not like seeing some marvel movies nowadays where you're like what the Mm. fuck are we like how are we regressing right now oh yeah because we're overworking the fx artists and not paying them enough i yep that's that's it guys we know the answer you know what that led to a writer strike yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> They're overworked, but we're not getting paid enough. Damn yeah, it. <laughs> exactly. Jesus Christ. Um, I have no hat in that, by the way. I'm just making a joke, everybody. <laughs> this was released on May 11, 2017 at Shanghai Disney Resort. So not Disneyland. This was at the Shanghai what? Disney Resort. And then uh, it was released in the United States on May 26, 2017. Like I stated before, this was released 10 years and a day after at world's end which is which is pretty crazy and six years after uh the fourth film uh, which is i think the big it was like the biggest gap between two pirates movies uh budget was between 230 and 320 million dollars you gotta you know marketing inflation all that stuff it's gonna just i don't understand disney and what they were doing but they were like it's pirates we're gonna make money and they did they made 794.9 million dollars but it really was kind of like this was one of the lowest grossing pirates movies. So then we got talks of a all female pirates movie with Margot Robbie at the helm as something that potentially could happen, but that kind of disappeared into the ethos. Then there's always, then there's, you know, there is talks like Johnny Depp might come back for another one. Like I stated before, I hope that's not true because I just don't think it needs to happen. Uh, but this one got f- negative reviews. Like it, it was not liked. And to be honest, I think most of the time it was because people just were sick of this franchise. They were just like, this is the fourth one was not that good. We just just end this, please. Dude, this is what doesn't make sense to me. And this is just mentality, I guess, of people in general. But why was this? Why is this franchise? If that is the case, like I'll, I'm going to buy into it because I believe it. Mm-hmm. But if that's the case, why is this franchise so heavily shit upon? When the movies aren't really released that close together, right? But people will just eat Marvel films. Yeah, yeah. And like, no offense, like I, Marvel's good stuff most of the time. I'm burnt the fuck out on them. I don't even go see them anymore. I mean, to be I honest, I haven't been to the movie theater, and there are so many movies out that I want us to go see, but it's just like I am tired. I don't have time to go to the theater anymore. Yeah. Like I was going to see three movies every two weeks. Like if I'd see like back to back to back movies, and I was like, mm-hmm. I got there's Spider Man. The the uh, across the Spider Verse movie I haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. There's uh, I didn't go see Guardians three, which is the Marvel movie I was actually most excited to go see, and mm-hmm. it got you know people are loving that. And there's just so much out there that I want to go see, but it's just like I'm exhausted. Like I'm just yep. exhausted. Yep. Like I'm just like I don't want to be the guy to be like I'm gonna wait for a stream, you know, to go on a streaming service. But right now that's kind of how I am. I have to like I'm just tired. I don't have the time. <laughs> That's why there hasn't been a fresh cut in a while, everybody, because yeah. we just we haven't gone to the movies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that that's rightfully so, but I just I don't I just don't see the hate. Like, and I love. I mean, yeah. the films always seem to do pretty well. It's not like there's been like a big right. stinker, like performance wise, right. money wise, anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, are you guys ready to talk about the plot of this movie? 
Yes, sir. Let's go. Let's do this. So the movie opens to a young boy. He's prepping himself for some kind of late night swim. Uh, He, you know, ventures out on a little boat and ties a rock to his foot and then jumps off the boat. And where does he land? But on the deck of the Flying Dutchman. The Dutchman. And um, it's a, I mean, this opening is actually really cool. I, I was like, this is. Uh, that's the thing about the Pirates movies is they always have really cool opening scenes. To be honest, mm-hmm. we talked about the last one just last week. Could not remember how that movie opened. No, it sucks. Anyway, <laughs> carry on. So, yeah, and guess who's back? But Will Turner, the captain of the Flying Dutchman, uh, returning to the crew is Orlando Bloom, and we're like, you're not looking so good, dude. You got some barnacles growing on the side of your face. What's going on there? And he's like, you got to get out of here, Henry. And you're like, oh, okay. It's his son. You kind of figure it out. As I soon as, you know. it though, yeah. as soon as he lands and you see the shadow of you, you yeah. know who it is. I'm like, daddy. Yeah. Your daddy. Your daddy. Yeah. Daddy's not I, here. <laughs> your daddy <laughs> sucks cocks in hell. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> What's going on? What movie is this? <laughs> but, uh, to be honest, I like the scene. I don't like their interaction with each other. I don't like the back and forth. It's very like this kid is trying his hardest to be to deliver these lines. And it's just not it's not landing for me. And even Orlando Bloom is in. I feel like he's half asleep delivering the lines in this scene. But he's like, Henry, you got to go back. It's not safe. The crew can hear you. And it's like, OK, did the did they just not have enough money to go? Well, yeah, we're not showing the crew. <laughs> we're not doing it because it's, not worth it's it. a lot of CG. We're going to. Yeah, they're probably not looking so good again. Um, also, uh, we couldn't get Stellan Skarsgård back as the dad. So <laughs> it would make no sense. <laughs> and uh, Henry's like, no, dad, if we find the, the trident of Poseidon, we can we can release your curse and you don't have to be on the ship anymore. And he's like, it's just a tale. Get out of here. And he sends him well he does call him out on it he's like what about all the other tales you've told me about and he's yeah. like he's got a point i yeah. mean yeah i do love the i mean anytime you see the flying dutchman come out of the water yes. it's such yeah. a cool cool yeah. shot and this was in the dark too mm-hmm. um we then flash forward to henry being aboard a i'm guessing just an english ship and uh they're chasing down pirates and he is you know spying he was trying to see what the ship is because he's really smart and he knows all the ships and who is whose ship it is he's i can't remember what pirate he says like bonnie or bonnet or something like that yeah bonnet i think yep and uh he then finds out oh they're going straight into the devil's triangle which is like this cave that's just bad news ridley he's like did somebody get stuck in that mirror (laughs) Yeah, he did. I was like, no, really, it's it's a it's a mirror. <laughs> so he tries to warn the captain about where they're going, and the captain's like, nah, nah, let's go. So he gets thrown in the brig it's and caught the sleeves ripped. Yep. Oh yeah, because that's your itch. This is a sign of treason. Yep. Prison time. And they go into the cave and they get attacked by a ghost ship. Ooh. Spooky. I love I love though the it shows the fog and you can just barely see the shadows of the, the crew running across mm-hmm. the water. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this crew gets fun. This, this entire ship gets fucked. Yeah, it totally. Yeah. One dripping through the fucking boards. Oh, it's so great. It's I was like, damn. 
But this is when Salazar shows up and he does the cool, you know, walk with the swords. You just see yeah. his legs and he, oh. he like he ends it's all up shot from behind. Yeah, he he kills the captain and that's when he hears them downstairs or he hears Henry downstairs. So he ventures down there to them. He knocks something over, doesn't he? Yeah. Yep. And then I just love it when Salazar gets downstairs and the guy's just in the, in the other cell, like, ah, ah, and he's just like, kill this guy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Henry, the Henry's whole thing is he's looking for Jack Sparrow and that. And Salazar's also looking for Jack Sparrow. Uh, because Jack is the reason that he looks the way he does. He's a ghost. He's he's got a ghost ship. They're actually ghosts, which is kind of you know it's similar to uh, you know Barbosa and his crew in the first one. It, it, the thing about this movie is it takes a lot of elements from different pirates movies and just kind of molds them all together. Like remember well, yeah. in the first movie when they were kind of ghosts, you know they were cursed to you know. That's kind of another yeah. Well, they're just they're like the living dead, but like these are like actual ghosts. Yeah, like, you got, you got guys that have like ghosts. half a face and and one dude that's just like legs, a hand, and a hat. Yeah, there was it's a guy with just like, hair. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. I was like, what is he looking at? And I see like just like yeah. little pieces of flowy hair. I was like, oh, the, yeah, the, the aesthetic looks nice. Though. It's really like cool. So the reasoning like behind the, the whole flowing, like why his hair is flowing and his shirt is flowing, because the fact is they, it, that's how they died. They died yeah. from drowning. So it's yeah. supposed to look like they're still in the water. Well, that explains the ones that are just pieces because the explosion yeah. when we get to that. So of course Same. we have to get the name right. dropped to the movie yeah. because he, uh, he tells Henry, you know, he's going to keep him alive because that's how it works. He kills the entire crew, but he leaves one, one person. He leaves one person alive to, you know, tell the tale. Uh, and he's like, you need to, you know, tell Jack Sparrow that Salazar's coming. And he's like, well, why can't you? And he's like, because dead men tell no tales. I was like, oh, there it is, everybody. The it was, I, I will say, though, I did. It like was really how, cool. No, it was a really was cool delivery. delivery. It was yeah. like, OK, OK. Yeah. But I like when he gets up close to people like the blood the, like coming out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah it's like blood, but it's like goo. it's like trickling, like mm-hmm. he's spitting out water. It's yeah. great. I love it. They, they, they borrowed it from Batman Returns. They were like, yes. "Hey, can we take some of that penguin goo and put it in Harvey yeah. Air's mouth?" It's, maybe he just bit a penguin. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, Javier Bardem. I love him. Oh, he's really good. <laughs> he's, he's great. So the original title for this movie was supposed to be Pirates of the Caribbean Salazar's Revenge, but it was just not catchy enough. So Dead Men Tell No Tales, it became. Yeah. Uh, but it's also it's a term that is, sorry, it is a term that is said in every single Pirates movie. Okay, that's fair. I thought they, they could have called it like Return of the, Return of the Salazar. Sorry, <laughs> Return, Star Wars. Return of the Salazar. People are looking at it like, we don't even know who Salazar is. Revenge <laughs> How did he return? Salazar, <laughs> yeah, we'll just, just start using Star Wars child titles, like sub, like subtitles, but like... A new pirate. Yeah, yeah. A new pi- exactly. You said, pirate shit you said this whole movie was um, Star Wars in the sea. The, breth- yeah. the Brethren Court Strikes Back. Fuck yeah, dude. That's what it is. Oh, no. Uh, no. <laughs> the, uh, what's it? East India Trading Company Strikes Back. Yes. Because they're yes, the villains yes. of that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the, the one I talked about earlier about Jack fucking his mom, we just called it a new Jack. 
Yes. Oh, Lord. Oh, man. So we then jump to, uh, uh, was it St. Martin, I think is what it, what this place is. Uh, yeah, and, uh, so. There's a woman. She's being condemned as a witch. Burn um, the witch. Burn the witch. She's a witch. And she but escapes. She like one. And she wanders through the town. She escapes as the town is opening their new bank and opening their new bank vault. And um, when they open it, our good friend Jack Sparrow's inside. And my question is, how the fuck did he get in <laughs> with the door shut? And how is he still alive? Because I don't think there's much ventilation inside of a, a safe. Um, but yeah, he's there. And also the wife of the guy who's introducing the whole the thing. Mayor? Okay, well, there it is. The mayor's wife is also in there. I wonder what's more difficult for him, getting inside the vault or getting inside the mayor's wife. <laughs> no comment. Move on. That's, um, that's a fair question. I'm just saying. So... <laughs> I love though how fuck he is sloshed. Oh, <laughs> he is, God, just, he is. He's like, I don't know why I'm here. What am I doing? Oh yeah, robbing the bank. We're robbing the bank. Yeah. And because it, the door is open, he leaves it open. When they pull it out, it, it just all the, the money and stuff is just flying everywhere. Something yeah. pulled out. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. So we then see the Bad woman wandering through the town. She visits a what what the fuck are these called? They got the telescopes. I'm blanking so hard right now. Oh, well, she was. Um... Are you talking about an observatory? There we go. That's the Sorry. world I was looking for. <laughs> okay. Just making sure. She, Just yeah, making... she went. She finds an observatory. And of course, at outside, it says no dogs and no women. Because the thing about this movie is they're going to point out the fact that women can't do shit in this time. And the funny thing is, is two movies before, like, don't get me wrong. I don't mind things like this to a degree, but sometimes it's kind of like thrown in your face a lot. You're like, because I'm a woman, because I'm a woman. And I was like, we get it. We understand. But yep. like two movies before fucking Elizabeth Swan was the captain of a fucking Asian pirate ship, like a Chinese pirate ship. Like, I don't they're yeah. making, well, they're making a big deal about her. Well, there's, well, they're still being making a big deal. Yeah, about no, I get it. It is what it is. But some people yes. be like, it's a social woke movie. Well, it was the style of the time. time. No, I, 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 I get it. I just want to, I just wanted to point it out anyways. But the other jokes wouldn't land later. I need to, I need to say something for yes. someone to take out of context and just give us a one star review on. I you know, mean, if we didn't say anything, they point out the fact that we right, didn't make it. Right. You're right. You're just right. Wait till later with the bit <laughs> and the word. And the, the, well, I laughed I'll, a lot. Um, but I'll I just, say a lot of things. I just love that. She tells the guy that she like adjusted the telescope so that, you know, he can actually see shit. And that he yeah. just, instead of, you know, Oh yeah, you're, you're really smart. This is really cool. No, nah, just witch, witch, witch. She's like, Oh, whatever. And Jack shows up. <laughs> There's a witch and a pirate. Yes. And then the safe destroys the whole place. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, it, we get the whole chase scene through the, the town. It's pretty crazy. You get some weird CG and you get Jack kind of jumping all over the place. And then we get to the end when the crew. Uh, yeah, there's nothing left in the safe. So the crew is like, fuck you, Jack. You're not our captain anymore. We don't want to follow you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> they talk about Barb. I was like, yeah, Barbosa rules the seas. He's the king pirate. And 
I, there, there was one line that was hilarious. He's like one one leg and eight, oh no, because they were talking about the cannonballs. He's like he's got eighteen pound cannonballs. He's like one leg and eighteen pound balls. That's why he walks funny. <laughs> yes, dude. Oh my god, I love the jokes in this movie. They're so good. Yes, and then I, you notice he's still carrying the pearl in his in his uh, in his jacket. I'm like, how is that thing not broken from all of the shit you just went through? That thing is that's some tough glass. Well, even even I think a big thing we mentioned earlier is about getting the compass from Jack. He asks Henry to get the compass from Jack. That's right. Yep, yep, yep. Like, have the compass. Yep. So Henry is rescued and the captain there, whoever whatever his position is, he's like, "Oh, well, I see your sleeves are ripped, so you are, you know, a traitor. So we're going to arrest you." Um the woman shows up uh, dressed as a nurse to talk to him about trying to find the trident. Uh, she also has the diary of Galileo Galilei uh, that she got from her father, and she's a woman of science, and he's kind of into curses and spiritual stuff and ghosts and stuff. And she's like, "I don't believe any of that." Like, all right, he knows all. The, he knows all the myth, all, all the lore. He's like, "My life has been consumed." It's my every language possible. I don't want my daddy to turn into a squid man. Yeah, you find out that her name is Karina. And uh, yeah, while she's getting arrested, uh, Henry escapes. She gives him um, the pick. The pick. Oh, that's, the... I meant I must have looked away for a second. That makes sense. So Jack, who is just wandering through the streets, it's raining. He tries to jump over a fence. He gets covered in mud and then he wanders into a bar and he wants to get a drink and he doesn't have any money so he decides he's going to trade something and what does he trade but the compass and because he traded the compass it betrayed the compass meaning he sets Salazar free which i it's such a cool scene cuz this is not the first time that some item has released like sent a signal to somebody else cuz we get that in the first movie but yeah, this sends a signal to Salazar that he has betrayed the compass. And so now Salazar and his crew can leave the, the Devil's Triangle because they were trapped inside there. Yes. Because that's where everybody else. Died. Yeah. And before anybody else says anything, not you, like the viewers, you know, but um, yes, Jack is other people have taken the compass, but this is the first time he's voluntarily relinquished it. Right. Like, yeah, he take it. I don't want it anymore. But yeah. kudos to his uh, stunt double. For taking a face plant in that mud. Right. Like, he just <laughs> full on committed to that. Yeah, I don't think uh, 54 year old, oh, at the time, 54 year old uh, Johnny Depp was taking, was doing many stunts in, in, in these movies. I mean, I don't know I mean, per se, but know. I'm just, I'm guessing. But, I mean, yeah, Tom Cruise is, is still doing his own stunts. He's like 62 years old. That's why I said stunt double, because yeah. I'm pretty, I wouldn't want to take face full of mud. Yeah, Jack is arrested after he, he can't even enjoy his drink because as soon as he's about to take a sip, it gets shot out of his hand and he gets arrested. And he's like, I'm about to leave this town. You will never see me again. This is outrageous. Sorry. So we then get to see Salazar and his really cool ship that has a mouth and just swallows other ships. I it's ship. terrifying. I thought it's the awesome. I thought the Flying Dutchman was a terrifying ship. This ship is horrific. It's a lot better than a shitty ass rope boat. <laughs> Fucking had in number four. Bull, we're gonna do ropes and shit. Woo! 
What are you doing, sir? Turn the key. Turn the do- key. No, it's what flooded. <laughs> but yeah, you see it destroying other ships, which is a uh, really cool. Uh, so we then get to see Karina. She figures out that the first clue off the diary, uh, she like the sun hits the stone that's on the cover and it shines under the stars that are on the cover. So she, yeah, they got to find you some star. Know, you know what I thought? She's like, oh, it's a piece of my ring pop. And took it off the front. Just start sucking at it. <laughs> yeah, the strawberry taste is still there after all these years. <laughs> they fossilized the f- strawberry flavor. Oh, you my God. <laughs> you just the put it in your mouth and it never dissolves. It just lasts forever. You just always have the flavor. That those are annoying, and you're just like, what do I what, what do I do with it now? Like okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is when Henry meets Jack, and Henry then tells Jack who he is, and he's like and this is what he get the he calls Willie Eunuch again. <laughs> yeah, calls it Eunuch and um, pouty lips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did she talk about me? Oh, it's he, dude. Jack is horny as fuck in this movie. Like dude. he is the horniest I've ever seen in any of the movies. Like he is just. I don't care. He's not gotten any action. No. Though. But yeah, I mean, this is pretty like, funny. How many years between this one and the last one? Yeah, it's yeah. been that long. Uh, so supposedly something I read is it's only like a year, like movie wise, it's only like a year difference, like from the last one. But I mean, oh, no, 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 one. it's five. It's five years. It's five years. It had, it had to be a considerable yeah. gap because yeah, it's five years because because Barbosa says it later on. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, he warns Jack about Salazar and how he's coming And Jack throughout this movie. Can't can't remember who this guy is. <laughs> he's just like, I know a Spaniard, but he's dead. Yeah, yeah. I just love he has no pants in the jail cell, and he put you know, like what? he's got like a he's got like a scarecrow in the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, did, do you have anything? Oh, so funny. Do you have pants? Like, no. Why you need pants? So we then find Barbosa. I'm guessing this is still the Queen Anne's Revenge, right? I don't know. I'm I don't know either. That. This doesn't look like it, but I guess it could be. It doesn't show the back of the ship, so I, 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 because. Because in the beginning of the movie, and I don't remember if the other movies that had the Flying Dutchman in it, it you actually saw it on the back that said Flying Dutchman. But in the beginning of this movie, it says Flying Dutchman on the back. Hmm. But you never uh, see the back of Barbosa's ship, but he's got a big old ship. Uh, and the two officers from the first movie, they show up. I guess they're like his right hand guys and they come in to warn him about uh, Salazar. I just love that they're trying to, they're like explaining why they shouldn't be there. It's like, I know that you said we're not supposed to do this. And this. To the point where he shoots at the band that's playing inside there. Allow me to yeah. over explain. Yeah. <laughs> they're like and, toddlers. Yeah. They take six years to explain a story that takes five seconds to understand. Like, they're just gonna. Yeah, the ship's. His ships are being sunk. They're not taking any of the money, and three of them have already been like destroyed. Yeah, and so he goes to visit a witch. Burn the witch, who I guess is the witch behind the prophecy from the last movie, as I explain that. And to be honest, she's underutilized in this movie. She does a couple yeah. things and then disappears. And you're like, yeah. okay. It's like well, that's two or three seats. There's not very much. Yeah. I mean, she looks cool. She's got like the whole yeah. like. You know, she's bald. She's got the tatted face. She's, you know, yeah. looking like Reminds a witch. She hasn't brushed her teeth ever in her life because they're. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised they still are in her mouth. 
Yeah. It reminds me of the villain from uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, movie. yeah. I haven't seen the movie, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's from the trailer. Stuff. Yeah. So their whole thing is they got to beat Jack to the trident. And somehow she got the compass because she's sure. a witch. So she found some way of getting it. Jack is being sent to the gallows. And who does he run into? But his uncle Jack, played by Paul McCartney. <laughs> Who was, I guess they tried to get into other movies, but he was either too busy or there was other reasons. But I thought I, I thought that whole interaction was kind of funny. <laughs> he tells a joke it. that uh, Al Pacino tells Johnny Depp in Donnie Brasco. The joke really? that he tells him before he walks away. He's like, have you heard me tell this joke to you? And he's like, yes. It's a, I guess it's an exact joke that Al Pacino tells Johnny Depp in Donnie Brasco. Hmm. I don't know. Don't know nothing about it. I've never seen Donnie Brasco, so I couldn't tell you. Um, Your dad's a famous singer. Your uncle's a famous. I just like how he's Uncle Jack. Like his name is also Jack. Jack. Like I told, this lines up with my theory for the next film. All right, it's just more. (laughs) Add more evidence underneath that. So Jack faces the guillotine because he doesn't know what it is, and it's French. French. I love the French. He's like, okay, you get to choose what you get. You either get to either get hanged or. You firing, squad. firing squad, or we got a new fancy one called the guillotine. Oh, that sounds French. I'll pick that. Then he sees what it is. He's like, oh, I changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you get uh, Karina's also, she's about to be hanged. And, but she needs to, you know, she's got to say something. And literally all she does is just, hum- she just literally calls everyone in the crowd idiots. Like, you're all stupid. <laughs> uh, it's, such, it's such a good scene. She's like, the last words of, shut then <laughs> <laughs> she started so good it, but it's the interaction between both Her of Jack, them yeah. because they put they strap him down and put him in he's like he sees the heads in the basket <laughs> there's heads he's like somebody forgot to empty the basket yeah <laughs> uh, but uh, Gibbs and crew show up and to save them and uh, Henry shows up and we get a whole thing where it blasts the guillotine and you just see Jack getting spun around as the the blade is coming to his head. But as soon as it's, it's pretty, yeah. I, I, to be honest, it made me laugh. I'm not going to lie. It made me laugh. <laughs> work was nice. How it fixed on him. And yeah. It was like, ah! yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And then you get the whole thing where scrums facing off against the executioner. And um, yeah, it, it goes on for way too long. Yeah. And to the point where he accidentally releases the the lever, she falls through, but Henry catches her, and then you get a whole thing where because, you know, he's trying to explain to her, like, we need to be a team. He's like, we're going to be a lot closer where your hand is. Yeah, it's about, uh, was it her bow and her stern? Or I was like, it? listen, he ain't feeling shit. You got like 17 fucking layers on. You're wearing a dress from the cool. 1750s. She says <laughs> something about you're holding everything but something, and I was like... <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, listen. The, land. <laughs> here's the thing: is she, she had this dress. Either she had, I don't know what was going on, but those things constantly looked like they're about to pop out. That's how everybody That's, is, dude. In these so, other movies, I talked about the tatters, bro. You, it's like fucking bongos. But <laughs> if you have ever watched anybody put on outfits from. Yeah, this no, I know era. that's kind of how it pushes. It, yeah, it's a corset, and yeah. it just—that's what it does. Yeah. And I'm like, 
do they tape them? The yeah. You know? I just thought for like a main character, they would have put her in a different outfit sooner. But they're like, nah, we're gonna keep her in this in this mm-hmm. outfit the whole movie. I'm like, all right. I'm not, com- I'm not complaining. Um, Bongos. So yeah, you get the whole thing where <laughs> John, uh, Jack is literally just trying to get money out of anybody, and he's like, yes. trying to get gives like gives like I'm not paying you. You want me to pay you for saving you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then Jack's I'm like beating the shit out of somebody as he's still attached to the the guillotine yeah. board. So yeah, they're going. Uh, they 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 knock out the that admiral guy or whatever the hell he is. I can't remember what he was. Uh, I don't remember if they even mentioned his rank. No. I have no idea. So they then go to the ship that we saw before the little ship. They tie Henry and Karina to the mast, and then um, yeah, they set sail and a ship that they didn't even think was going to float. <laughs> yep, and it all go, it goes wrong yep. part way through. So Barbosa and Salazar finally meet. And uh, you could tell that Barbosa is scared out of his wits. I guess this is like one of the scariest dudes ever. Uh, you also find out that Salazar is not a pirate. Yes. He Great. is just a Spanish. I don't know what his position was. I guess it was probably just, something to do with the Spanish Navy. Yeah. And uh, he just was a he was a pirate killer. He literally hunted down pirates because, yeah, he because you get the you get the whole thing with uh, Barbosa. With Barbosa, where he, you know, he's explaining who he is. He's like, you, you've killed a lot of men. He's like, no, 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 not men, pirates. I was like, oh, this guy. This but it, it was scary. nice. It was nice to have a villain, that, um, a main like mystical magic bad guy villain, not the fucking douchebag from the second third movie yeah. that wasn't a pirate. Yeah, like he was just like I said, some Spanish military dude. Yeah. And had like this vengeance because his two his two parent uh, his fathers and his grandfather were both killed died trying to get rid of pirates. He had a mission, dude. Is is this when he tells the story about how he became the way he is? When he tells when he's talking to Barbosa here. Was it then or was it later? I think it's a little later. Oh no no this no is, no! This is a little later. Yeah, I just I just, just I just glanced over my notes real quick and yeah. Um, but you get the whole thing where when he's talking, he gets the, he's like, every time I tap my sword, you know, one of your men dies. And I just like, you know, as soon as he says he taps it, somebody dies. And then at the end, after Barbosa, pretty much like the conversation's over, he like taps like four times. And then it's like, yep, you're going to help me, but you're going to have a little, uh, less, uh, crew there. You can take whoever's left. Yeah. Yep. So Jack needs the map. That's inside the diary. Mm-hmm. Karina won't tell him. And uh, I like how she keeps saying what she is. Like she calls, she says she's a horologist. And, and yes, no one I knows what that it. means. Oh, oh they, they, they think they know. No, they think it's like, oh yeah, scrum, yeah. scrum's mom. She yeah, knows what like, that is. Everybody's got to make a mom, living somehow. <laughs> so was my mom, but she wasn't so outspoken about it. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who... Someone who research, uh, researches time. Yeah, well, yeah. My mom was always looking at a clock. Yeah, she was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Marty in the back. Yeah. Like, funny little fucker. Oh, so, so good. good. But yeah, I love it that Scrub thinks that she breeds donkeys. <laughs> she didn't mm. even bring a donkey. <laughs> yeah, that, well, I was as, as an astronomer. Yeah. 
And so Jack has to resort to throwing Henry overboard to get her to, you know, get some answers out of her. Of course, he wasn't going to actually do it. He throws him into a boat just to get what he wants. We then uh, we're back to Lieutenant Nutbag, who is also knows the witch. Burn the witch. What the fuck is happening here? And he tasks her into finding uh, Corinna and the Trident. He's like, as as soon as we can get the Trident, we can control the seas. And I'm like, you're such a useless character. You didn't even need to be here. But you are. Uh, Corinna and Henry, they get a little closer as they both are looking for their daddies. (gasps) I want my daddy. I want to save my daddy. Yeah, she she thinks her dad's dead. She doesn't really know much about him other than she got the, the diary from him and she got a whole story that's not really true about him. And then, of course, uh, Henry never tells her about his dad. He just he's looking for him. He's going to say he wants to save him. That's all yeah. he pretty much talks about. Okay, tell me about your dad. Well, he's a fish man. Yeah, he's he's kind of the captain of the Flying Dutchman. And she'd be like, oh, that's just a legend. And be like, oh, my fucking yeah. God. Want to go talk to my mom? Yeah, right. <laughs> so this is when Salazar tells the story of how he became who he is today. So, of course, he was a ruthless, I'm going to say admiral of the Spanish Navy. He, Witcher of the sea. Yep. He was a pirate killer. He hunted down pirates. I love the whole thing where they're like, oh, you know, can we show him mercy? He's like, no mercy. And even his crew's like, Fuck! Don't I just like how he's. Even, I even liked how he looked when he was a human. Like he just yeah, but he acts all, different too, which I thought was really cool. And and Javier Bardem, I actually watched the 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 behind the scene video that's on Disney Plus. If you watch this uh, on there, um, it explains the different personalities between his, you know, being alive and being dead. Where he said he is uh, when he is alive, he is like a matador. So it's just that's his demeanor. He's very controlling. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a captain. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, when he's dead, he's more like a, wo- a wounded bull. So he's just it's more out of it's just more rage involved in his dead self. I notice that a lot because there's sometimes when he's talking outside of him uh, frequently using Spanish, which I love. I'm glad. That oh, yeah. They do that. Oh, yeah. They could have easily just not did that. But where he'll mumble and stuff to himself. Mm hmm. Like I can't even understand what he's saying. Like, no, he's they don't even like, translate it on the, in the subtitles. Yeah. It's great. It's nice. I like it. But it's like in some movies where the somebody will get mad and they'll start ranting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. In, like in Spanish or whatever. Yeah, I, I, I like that. I, like I don't even need to know what they're saying. I just know that they're. Yeah, it's a nice touch. Like like you said, we don't have to know everything. It's fine, yeah. people. You want to know why the Spaniards had nice teeth? Because they were eating apples. Like I had to bite an apple. I was like, is this just a thing in this movie? Somebody's got to eat an apple. <laughs> I thought that would him and Barbosa were going to bond over that, but apparently yeah. not. So Jack is on the ship that got attacked, but Jack is some, you know, is alive, gets over there. He finds the captain who the captain bestows the compass to him, but tells him like, you can't betray it. Like, you know, you have worst to, fear it'll, come after. yeah, it'll tell you, it'll lead you to whatever you desire. <laughs> But also, if you betray it, you know, evil will, you know, find you. Mm-hmm. And this is when Jack takes control of the ship and, you know, Salazar follows him and he's purposely going to the Devil's Triangle. But then he does some Fast and the Furious fucking Tokyo Drift shit where he drifts a pirate ship yep. <laughs> so that Salazar can't turn and he goes directly into the Devil's Triangle 
and his ship just blows up. And I love when the like things are blowing up and it's hitting the crew and that's like the parts of their bodies that are missing later. Yeah. So cool. But it's also like this this cave is also cursed. Like this yeah. because you could see like there's the the like lava that's underneath that's like sucking yeah. the ship in and then like as Salazar is sinking, he also gets like the shit attached to him and it like absorbs into him. And I'm guessing mm-hmm. that's what turns him into ghosts. But I, I love know, the whole like, thing where you see Jack walking kind of all smug because he knew he tricked him, and then Salazar's like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, Watch he's it. like, he's like swinging the compass, compass, yeah, as he's walking past. Yep, and that's when Jack officially becomes a captain. And guess what? Uh, this ship would become the Black Pearl. Hmm, okay. So the ship at the time was called the Wicked Wench, but it uh, uh, is renames the Black Pearl after Davy Jones rescues it um, or brings it back from the depths after it is set ablaze. Mm, I guess it's in a book called Pirates of the Caribbean, The Price of Freedom, which uh, I guess the book is canon now to the films. So that's like the whole backstory of the Black Pearl. Must have been when Jack was going to be a law student. It's okay. Yeah. (laughs) I just enjoy this this scene because this is where he gets all his paraphernalia yep. all this stuff he wears they gift it to him and i i think it's kind of neat that he keeps it like the beads and stuff that they they put down it's like what he wears in his hair it's like that's yep. kind of cool and his compass just... you find out where the compass comes from yeah yeah yep. you get the whole backstory like, behind it Dude, speaking of that thank you for giving salazar is his explanation as to why he is like not everything yeah. but you at least know it's not like again blackbeard blackbeard just fucking magic sword powers like yeah, that's it. And he's like, on okay, fire. He's on fire all the time. Like he's a dipshit. His beard or nah, nah. Out. He's in there lighting him up before he walks he's and makes an appearance. Fucking weaved into his beard. <laughs> he just lights shit up. You know that has to smell because burning hair is. Yes, yeah, shitty ass. Listen, I'm just gonna say it now. We'll talk about it again. The fourth movie should have never fucking happened, and no. it just went to this. Way. Yeah, hundred percent. Agreed. So. Jack and Jack, Henry, and Karina, they go onto the smaller boat and they go out because they're going to go to this island. And Salazar is right on their ass, but what does he do? He releases undead sharks. Dude, yes. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, fuck yes. Real zombie, fake sharks. It's that whole thing just mashed into one scene. It, if you know what I'm talking about, you yeah, know. Yeah, it's a. Uh, they're yeah they were interesting <laughs> to say the least was, yeah i was like yeah. all right yeah i just love the whole thing it was like go release them and it's like oh what is it what are they releasing are we getting another kraken no it's done dead zombie sharks what the hell okay oh, i mean i'm like how the hell did he get that did he have real sharks before and then when he died they became zombies i'm confused he had to have him somewhere, but yeah. like you have the one, the great white that has like nothing between the back of its head and its yeah. fin. And like, well, <laughs> well, we didn't mention it earlier with the bird, like right before Salazar's <laughs> ship eats that ship. Uh, you get the, the, the dead crow that like lands on there and the guy's just like looking at it. Yeah, because it has like oh, part of its leg missing. I, like, I wonder if it's animals that die in the cave. Maybe. Yeah, that makes sense. Because they could have they could have washed in. He's like, well, I'm just gonna hang on to these. Yeah. You know. Save them for later. <laughs> it, it, honestly, he's a smart guy. Like he's Salazar not is not a fucking idiot. He knows what to do. Yes. Like so 
this is when you get another horny moment from Jack because she's oh, stripping so down good. and he's just like, so you know, don't do, you know, Henry's like, don't do that. And he's just like, no, do it. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Yeah. And um, I love when she, after she jumps in, Henry's like, I saw her ankles. He's like, you could have saw a lot more if you shut your mouth. <laughs> yes. We gotta swim. You're gonna leave me for some hor- uh, horologist in her fucking pajamas or whatever. Yes. He's like, no, no. He said, he said, horologist in her knickers. Yeah. All you men are the same. It's so good. Like, so good. Oh yeah. All you men are all. Yeah. You men are all like so good. So like, I just like some of the humor in this. Like, oh, I love the humor funny. in the old ones, but it's like intent. I could tell it was a different writer when I was oh, yeah, like. Yeah. I was like just watching the movie, but it was it was good. So yeah, Salazar and his crew—they're running, they're they're sprinting on the water. Yeah, and they're (laughs) going fast. Like these dudes are Olympic sprinters. Like they are cruising. You don't see them right at first. All you see is underwater, and you see the footsteps. Yeah, you see footsteps. I'm like, what the hell's going on? I was like, Corinna's just like, how are they doing that? Yeah. And like, she um, still hasn't bought into this whole idea. No, but as soon as, yeah. but I like how like Jack narrowly escapes him because you find out like he can't step on land because one yeah. of his crewmen uh, steps on the sand and he like disappears. And Jack's like, ah, you can't step on land. And then he's trying to like remember who he is again. He's just like, I, st- I just don't. Who? Okay. Too long. Yeah. Like no formal announcement. He was just a random dude that he got gets it. to the, the way he gets to the island though. He has the the anchor not the anchor but the the it's like the three-prong hook and he puts it in the shark's mouth and the shark yes pulls yeah him pulls in. him in pulls the boat right as uh salazar <laughs> shows up yeah yes. so as soon as they get to the island the they get snarled in a trap knocked out and they wake up and it's a scene i'm like what the f- where are we going here wakes up with some dude i guess that jacko's bunny He's going to marry him off to his really lovely sister. Lovely. Oh, my God. And um, I just, <laughs> the best is when they bring her up and she's looking rough. Yikes. And uh, his thing is, I have scabies. She's like, so do I. <laughs> like, don't oh, brush no. my She's like, no. I don't either. I wet the bed. <laughs> no, I wet the bed. It's. <laughs> It's, it's a, a great fight. interaction. Yeah, it's a great interaction. This isn't legal. This isn't legal. <laughs> <laughs> then our kids show up. He's like, "Who are those?" Our kids. Yeah, our kids. Like, <laughs> oh lord, I just love how she literally looks like she's about to just drop dead any moment. She's like, <laughs> there, "We have." You can cut this out if you want to. We have a couple that comes into work all the time. The lady dips. And that is who that reminded me of. Like she comes in and it's dripping out of her mouth. I know a lot of people that dip, and you know, and most people that I know who do it, it they don't make it like super obvious. And then you have the people who are just like, I'm gonna stick one that's way too large in my mouth, so it looks like I have some sort of growth inside there, and it's disgusting. They make the ones that are like in packets, yeah, so you don't have all the bitlets. It's still gross. But she does, and it's like, yeah, can you like? Like, here, can here, you control yourself, please? That's just nasty. You get some of them good old boys that's that look nasty. like they, they look like they have like a fistful of fucking half dead like lake weeds just shoved into yeah. their fucking lap. Just get a handful of this shit. I have seen it. I have seen some men like that, and I'm like, mm. 
That's nice. Surprised they have teeth slash lips left. <laughs> they carry around their bottle to spit in. Oh lord! So Barbosa shows up, shoots the the guy who's yes. going to marry him off. What he's like? He asks Jack what he wants him to do for him, and he shoots the one dude. He's like, "That'll work." <laughs> Hector. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "That's my best friend in the whole world." <laughs> so you're not buddies. Right oh, it's now. so funny. But he also find out that he can release the pearl out of the the bottle because. The sword, because the sword is Blackbeard's, and Blackbeard's the one who imprisoned the the the, the, the pearl. MacGuffin. Yeah, so he stabs it. It it gets to a certain size that is still too small. And he's like, yeah. he's like, what happened? Why is it still shrunken? Maybe it's cold. Yes. <laughs> and like, Hector, you tried turning it to Wumbo. <laughs> he's I'm like, it, it needs the sea. And he throws it well, into the sea and it just sinks was, and everybody's like, oh, <laughs> I was waiting for Jack to throw it. Like, why would you just let it go? Like. Go ship. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> if it grows to, you know, it's size, you're going to be stuck in the sand. Oh, I just, dude, I just got our Rangers. <laughs> I was like, make my monster grow. Yes. And Rita throws the wand down. And I just want to make a Cumdar reference because it's fucking Power Rangers. <laughs> and I can't do the voice like they can. But anyway, thank you, Movie Dumpster. Back to the ships. <laughs> oh, Lord. So the ship then grows to its full size. And it sh- his ship grew, grew three sizes that, that day. day. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't cold anymore. So Jack, Karina, and Henry, they get tied to parts of the ship. Uh, you also find out that Gibbs and the crew escape from the other pirate ship or not the pirate ship but the um the english ship that's mm-hmm. got uh, lieutenant douchebag and they use scrum's toenail as the key i i also yeah. love the fact when they're about to get them and they make and gibbs you know doesn't want to be captain anymore because he doesn't want to get tortured so he makes scrub the captain he's like oh yes. everybody Force voted for scrum. you and then scrum just gets the shit right. kicked out of him I'm like, poor Scrum. This whole time, and he gets the shit beat He gives doesn't give two shits. He's no, like, yep, glad he, not me. No, he doesn't give a fuck. And no. I just love it, though, after <laughs> when they're trying to pull the toenail off, and he's like, I don't want to be captain anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They didn't have to pull his toenail uh, off. They could have just cut it off. All the fun's gone. Yeah. So Barbosa talks to Corinna, and she talks about her father and all that, and that's when it ding, ding, ding. She is his daughter because that's the whole thing where where Jack is like Smith. You knew a Smith. That sounds familiar. And he's like, shut your mouth. (laughs) And I get, you know, the mom died and he had to kind of like give her up to, uh, you know, put her into an orphanage because he's a pirate. So, yeah, you don't want to raise a daughter like that on a pirate ship. So this must have happened right. This must have happened at the after. uh, At World's End. Probably because she's about around the same age as Henry and Henry happens probably gets conceived at the end of uh, at world's end because I think they're around like 21 or something like that. That's what their character's age is supposed to be after all that calf chewing. Surely. I mean, seriously, he like after that sweet old Kira Knightley thigh. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> um, Jesus. 
Uh, Salazar makes a grand entrance by blowing up the English ship as the as no Lieutenant Douchebag is like, aha, I got you. Oh, fuck. And there's pff, fucking explosion and shit. I almost wish it was Sean Bean. Yeah. Just because he's really good at dying. Like, I don't know if that's funny. <laughs> the, he's just there. The bad guys and explosions song. It's cool guys. Don't look or at cool guys. Cool yeah, guys don't look at explosions. explosions. They just turn around and they walk blow away. blow stuff up and walk away. Yeah. Blow shit up. Yeah, who's got time to look at explosions? Yep. So Jack then has to fight Salazar. Well, he's not really fighting him. He's just running from him. And then the statue thing at the front of Salazar's ship becomes sentient and starts jumping around and fighting. And I was like, what is happening here? I was like, I'll, I don't I don't know what's going on either, but I'll, I'll allow it. I was like, Go okay, ahead. sure. Between cannons, between the two fucking ships. You know that all thing. That whole thing happens. Then Salazar takes. Uh, Salazar realizes they're about to hit land, so he takes Henry back to his ship. Does it a little quick turn, and the Pearl gets beached. Uh, Corinna sees the. Uh, she sees that like this island is like glowing, and she realizes, oh, it's just an identical reflection of the stars. Because that's the whole thing is they need to see the stars, but the sun is out, so you can't really see them now. Yeah, because it's like all a bunch of gems and stuff. But I do like it's to yep. turn on the trope of the usually the woman gets captured. This time it's Henry. Yep. Oh. After Jimmy. Jack lands on the cannon. What now? Oh. After Jack lands on the cannon, he's like, ow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know so that had, you know that had to hurt. There are moments where where Jack or Johnny Depp's performance is kind of like, ooh, it's a little rough. Yeah. But, th- but I, I actually like him way better. I mean, there's just I just think this movie... It's just way better than the fourth one. It just does better things. And they just um, like flip flop. Yeah. Well, we'll get to our rankings uh, at the end of the episode. I know. So she takes the the ruby that's on the front of the the diary, and it's like the final piece that like. A piece of candy. Yep. And it, yeah, she eats it on accident. She's like, "No, you're supposed to put it in the piece." Uh, but it. <laughs> it, it it's, Oh, the Heimlich maneuver. Get it out of your mouth. It hasn't been heard. invented yet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she, everything starts glowing. She kind of sees like where everything is, and that's when the sea parts. She's Moses now. I mean, that's what I got out of it. Yeah, and she finds the trident. Uh, Salazar is able to possess Henry because that's the only way he would be able to step on land. Um, but he wouldn't be able to leave the body without the trident right so yeah he does that to go after jack uh corinna releases the trident while henry slash salazar is fighting jack and then because henry was able to grab the trident salazar is able to like leave his body and then corinna and henry come up with the idea oh well you know we need to break this because because Salazar is just playing with Jack like a toy because he's able to just like control him with the water because that's what the trident can do. Well, because they say if you need to break the whatever, you need to divide, and that's what they yeah. realize yeah. they need to break it to yeah. break yeah. all So they break the trident, which then makes Salazar and his entire crew human, which means they can't breathe underwater anymore. So you know that's that, and now it's about getting out of this. Ocean trench <laughs> because slowly, the, yeah, because yeah. it's slowly receding back. Um, Me and my my fear of drowning is like, no, please get out of there. Yep. 
So, but like his crew, his whole crew is like, yeah, and they're like stepping out, and I'm like, oh shit. I have a solution to this problem because this wall is taking forever to like move back together. Yeah. Just get in the wall of water and you swim as far as you can and you stick your head out the side to get more air and then keep swimming up. Stick your head out. Keep going up. You know, I that's See, a great that, idea. That is it just true. hit me right now and I was like, oh. but oh. <laughs> maybe there's also issues. A, she stabbed me. True. There's also a part later on, I'm like, he could survive. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. But the same the same thing that you're saying, I'm like, damn it. Yeah. So Barbosa takes the pearl and rides the edge and throws the anchor down. Yep. And uh everyone hops on. And that's when they're like climbing up and Barbosa and Corinna are kind of interacting and she's like, Who are you to me? And he said, Treasure. She and sees then, the tattoo. It's the same. It's on yeah. the bottom. Yep. Under the book. That's who's like, it's yeah. your daddy. Yeah, and you also see that uh, Salazar just ditches his crew and climbs up the anchor because he 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 has literally he's just so consumed with vengeance he needs to kill Jack Sparrow. Yeah. yeah. And um yeah, this is when he, you know, right after Barbosa says that, he sacrifices himself. He jumps down, you know, you get the whole thing where Jack is able to like kick up a sword and toss it down to Barbosa and Barbosa stabs um Salazar and they both fall off the anchor right. and they fall. Yeah. And Salazar and Salazar, that's not the worst of it either, because he takes a headshot right off the anchor. Yeah. <laughs> and you hear the noise, like, damn, that's like the guy who hit the it's, propeller in Titanic. That's what I was saying. I was like, damn. Like, that was a jeez. But Barbosa survived. It's like well, wait till the end. Um, But it's like it's like um, in a a avalanche, swim up. Yeah, I think he would have made it. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, just go ahead. So, uh, Corinna, there. Everybody's back on the boat. Corinna gets her book back and. You get the whole thing where like everybody's mourning for Barbosa, and she is officially now Corinna Barbosa. Yes. So Henry and uh, Corinna, they're back at uh, wherever Henry grew up, which is the same place as you see at the end of At World's End. And they're waiting for Will's return because the curses are all broken, so that means he doesn't need to be on the uh, Dutchman no more. And the awesome thing is, is they're talking... Of the whole thing where, uh, you know, of course, he goes in for the kiss and she smacks him. But she's like, oh, I just wanted to make sure you're not a ghost still. <laughs> like, come on. What the fuck? It's probably been like days since that happened. I and, yeah, this is when uh, they notice that the, the Dutchman's out there. And this is when you get to see the Dutchman and it's like super clean. And it looks yeah. like it, lo- it looks nothing like you've ever seen it before. It's mm-hmm. yeah, really cool. It took me a second to realize what it was. I was like, "Yeah, okay, really cool." Okay. And um, yeah, he's able to come ashore, and he, you know, as questioning how it all worked, and he's like, "Come on, Dad, I told you I was gonna do it, but you didn't it's believe like, me, but I did it anyways because I love you." It's like, "Dad, let me tell you me, a tale." Yeah, like, yeah, good way to start. And this is when you get the really bad fucking. <laughs> 
the really bad blue screen appearance of Kira Knightley's Elizabeth Swan. I guess this was supposed to be a surprise, but people found out about it and uh, she literally was in it for, she literally like filmed for less than a day. <laughs> she didn't re- initially want to be in it. Um, but with Orlando Bloom coming back, she's like, fine, I'll be in it for a small amount. And you get the reunion of Will and Liz. And you get Jack officially, officially becoming the captain of the Black Pearl for the very first time that we've ever seen. Because he never officially becomes the captain of the Pearl again. Wait, no, in Dead Man's Chest, was he the Pearl cap the captain of the Pearl? It was his ship, he said. He said true. Yeah. But him and Barbosa fought. That's over true. Who was That's there. true. Um but this is the first time, I guess, that he is credited in the credits as Captain Jack Sparrow. Where in the other movies, he's just Jack Sparrow. Interesting. Yep. And uh, him and J- him and Monkey Jack, they become good friends. I love that he's like, gets on his shoulder. Okay, I'll allow it. And that is the uh, the end of the movie. But did you guys see the end credit scene? Yes, we did. Yes. Ooh. We so actually end, did. Yeah, so the end credit scene is Will and Liz sleeping, and you hear footsteps outside their room, and then the door opens, and you get a shadow, and of course, it's Davy Jones, and um, you then get like the claw, like snap, and that wakes Will up, and you're like, oh, it's just a dream, and him and Liz kind of hug it out, and then they go back to sleep, but then it pans to the floor, and there's some barnacles on the floor, and there's water. Yep. And uh, the whole thing is that because the curses were all broken, Davy Jones is not technically cursed anymore, which then I guess brings him back, brought him back to life. But why would he still be an octopus man? You never see him. So it's it's I think it's just kind of a whole thing where it's like, did they was this supposed to set up for something else? No, just give us a Davy Jones origin story, please. Let's yes. do that. I Maybe wonder, it was just his beard. I wonder yeah. if it's <laughs> I understand it's like breaking curses, but. Doesn't the ship still need a captain? The ship still exists. I mean, I'm guessing Will's still the captain of the ship. It's still his ship. That's fair. Unless he That's gave fair. it to somebody. He's like, I'm done with the ocean, guys. It's well, see, been maybe there too he's, long. Maybe he's so, coming back to find his captain. So maybe. I will say that this just hit me too, because we talked about Barbosa being mm-hmm. And I I understand. Like I, I'm assuming Jeffrey Rush is just done. Like he's done. A shit ton of these movies, right? Yeah. Older man. Yes. Yeah, like he's, you know, which I love his character. Like, I don't want him, but like in the beginning, when he's talking to the witch, he said, This is something you'd die for. And he says, Treasure, I'm a pirate. Of course, I'd die for it. And at the end, he dies for his kid. Right. He calls his treasure. So it's all full circle. There's also a line that Jack says right at the end of the movie where he talks about, like, uh, Hey, where, where's our, you know, we don't need no map. It's, we're going beyond, uh, beyond my horizon which is kind of, I some people would think is like, he's going to go get Barbosa out of uh, Davy Jones' locker because that's possibly where he is. Yeah, could be. So it's kind of a play, I don't know. Uh, Yeah. I was actually hoping at the end, like where the thing is divided and like they're fighting like Salazar and stuff. Like I was just expecting just the fucking flying Dutchman just to come like flying through there and shit. <laughs> And like, or like, 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 like whoop it ass, dude! That, that flying Dutchman, man, it looks clean. It's nice looking. Really it's cool. Like day one ship. Like, yeah. 
like, like one wall to the other. Like we could add a cardboard cutout for his dad. <laughs> so we got some comments. Woo! As you know, every week we ask uh, Twitter and Instagram to comment on the movie we are watching and talking about. And we got a few. Our first one is from Megan at Arc Arcam with a four instead of an A. Uh, I love Salazar as a villain and the development we got over the movies of Barbosa, culminating with Karina being his daughter. Uh, Jack Sparrow in the beginning of the movie feels so much dumber than usual and not the character we all loved. I agree. I actually did not like. Honestly, well, never mind. We'll talk about when we do the end thing. There was just a difference in like how he looked and acted. Mm-hmm. You also got to think it's been this is fourteen years he's been doing this character. I mean, he's also older. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's probably starting to feel it. Our our good buddy Darren from uh, Nostalgia Cast. Coming in with a with another comment. He has commented on every single one of these uh, episodes. Thank it says, you. It says a lot for this movie and Stranger Tides that I can remember every story choice, comedy beat, and mu- music cue from the first three, but I literally had to look up the Wikipedia plot summary of Dead Men Tell No Tales just to remind myself of what it's even up. <laughs> that's, that's the thing with this movie. I just don't think people know about it. Like, it's just one of those, like, I literally, when I posted this on Twitter, I was like, how many people actually know this movie exists? Like, yes, it made $794 million, so clearly people know about it, but I can guarantee it's just it, it was one of those things, and even for me, it was just one of those movies that just kind of came and went. Yeah. Like, it came out, and then it just disappeared. I didn't even know. Like, to be honest, I remember the first three films. I didn't remember how many they made after that. Uh, our next one is from at Jerry Horror, who says, the Mandela effect is crazy. I don't know what that means in I- the aspect of this episode but i you commented so i'm gonna read your comment um hey michael howe sent us a comment said felt like the franchise scrambling to make it over the finish line and scrape a few more doubloons into their chests at the same time (laughs) felt like they were really struggling with the supernatural baddie who was done wrong by jack bit of the story okay i agree to a degree (laughs) but yeah that is pirates of the caribbean dead men tell no tales since we are now done with this franchise, this is another franchise set and done. We are going to rank them, and of yes. course, since there are three of us, it, it, we, have have, we have to have it. Oh, that's right. We see it's the first first episode where we've changed something up a little bit, and Dan just reminded me. So yes, before we get to our rankings, let's talk about what we thought of this movie. It's now that we've gone through the plot and done all that fun stuff, what did we think? Of Dead Men Tell No Tales. We're going to go with Angela because she did comment saying, I have things to say. So, Angela, yeah, tell us those things that you have to say. They could have literally cut out the fourth movie and made this one the fourth, and I would have been happy. Agreed. Because I enjoyed the effects. Salazar, his crew, loved the whole thing about his crew ship. The ship was scary as what you think a pirate should be it's ghost pirate ship i mean but he comes in they're like who are you and he's like i'm death and i'm like yeah fuck yeah Yeah, his character's cool (laughs) yeah his character is awesome um i enjoyed the whole thing with barbosa and his daughter i 
wish we got more of it. I I wish they had actually had gotten a chance to, you know, have a relationship and not, you know, her find out and him die. Like, as she's finding out, like, oh, daddy, bye. The acting was, I mean, on point. Like, yeah, there were some awkward moments with Jack, but, you know, still enjoyed his OG crew, Gibbs. Yeah. Little man. Can't ever remember his name. Marty? I just know Marty. I just know yeah, he's got Marty. The really long, <laughs> the, the really long braided beard. Uh, I just Barbosa was great, but Barbosa has been my favorite. So, yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed. The, I made it through the whole movie this time because it was boring. <laughs> I definitely enjoyed this one way more than the last one. So, you know. All right. Dan. I can echo a lot of her sentiments. I also think that the last one shouldn't have existed in lieu of this one. Um, this was definitely a film that I did not watch the time. Uh, mm-hmm. I was not like, how long is this movie going to be? No, I was very engaged with this film. Uh, the, the, I, I love the effects for it. You know, Javier was fantastic. His little crew was. I like the, the, the new comedy beats. They added a little bit of different writing in it. It was really nice. Um, some of the, the action fight scenes were cool and th- it seemed like there was a little more on the violent side with some of the use of blood that wasn't it is, it's been in the franchise but just some different uses of it where it wasn't over the top but yeah um, uh, you know I like his origin story having a proper origin story we get some explanations for some other stuff that probably didn't need to be explained but it was anyway um, I thought the acting and stuff was good um, I guess probably one of my biggest qualms was Jack himself I, I like you've talked about a while ago, Parker. I hate that everything centralizes around him all the time. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, they're, they're just it's it's just a story beat that they're you know they're beating a dead horse essentially. Yeah. And and honestly, I was not overly con- fond of most of his acting in this movie. Like I, I didn't care for him as a drunk in the beginning. He definitely, as you again said before, his acting really changed toward this toward at the later films. I don't really know as any of his usually goofy mannerisms or verbal gymnastics. We really don't get any of that in this movie. Excuse me. And he was probably one of the biggest letdowns for me in this film. Though that wasn't really a letdown, if that makes any sense. I literally was more interesting, more interested in Henry and Karina than I was yeah. whatever the fuck Jack was doing. Like, those two, Barbosa and Javier, I, I, don't, I really didn't give a shit about Jack. Jack could have almost not been in the movie, and I had not given two shits about it. Um, but like it, like you said, most of his charm was gone or way overstayed its welcome. But yeah, anyway, there was probably a, it's got some issues here and there, some minor nitpicks I got that I can't think of off the top of my head, but I know they're there. But uh, it was great. Like I said, I, I really enjoyed this movie. And if you have not seen this before, or have seen it before, and I'd recommend giving it another shot because I think it's worth two watches for sure. Absolutely, I but, couldn't yeah. agree more. This. What? This movie shouldn't exist. <laughs> or no, not this movie. The fourth one is just such a departure from this franchise. No. What are you gonna say She's cackling. So hold on. No. The a comment that I made while we were watching it. This it was something that was said between the two of them. Who? Um between Karina and Henry. Henry. I'm like their brother and sister. Yes. <laughs> oh shit. Okay, oh, yeah, go no. ahead. Uh, and then um because that's where my whole thing like yeah. oh this is star wars of the sea come from yeah. sorry 
No, but I, I mean, this. I, I enjoyed this movie. I really do. I think it looks like it belongs with the other three. Um, again, it doesn't need to exist. Uh, but the fourth one just seems like a Adventures of Jack Sparrow like episode of a show. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. do have anything to do with anything. Where this connects with the original trilogy because you have characters like the main character is Henry Turner. He is the son of main characters from the original trilogy. You have uh, Karina, who you would later find out is Barbosa's daughter. You know, Barbosa, you know, is there. Gibbs is there. And, it, and, and the aesthetics and the cinematography and just the way everything looked, it looked like it belonged to this, mm-hmm. uh, to that original trilogy of films. And I think Javier Bardem's character is great. I think he's a great villain. Uh, I like the way he looks. I like his motivations, even if it's just strictly vengeance. Um, you know, it's, it, I still think he's more compelling than black. Blackbeard was just so boring. He just, mm-hmm. and, and Blackbeard is such a, an interesting, like real, like he was a real person who was very interesting. Like, yeah, he was a pirate and he killed people and it was just bad, but he was a very interesting person. And I think they just, they fucked him over by just giving like Ian McShane, uh, who is a fantastic actor, just didn't give me a good enough performance for that character uh, where I think Javier Bardem is just chewing up the scenery and he's doing yeah, great. Yeah. And, um, you know, he, he knew going into it, what a pirates movie was all about because he even stated like he was on the set of the fourth film because his wife was in that movie. So he was there seeing it being made. He knew how a pirates movie was to be. And so he was very excited when they called him up to, uh, to be involved in this. And I think it was a great decision. And um, I like, I think Barbosa's character is better in this one compared to the fourth one. Uh, Jack is a little weird. He's definitely the low point of this movie, but to be honest, I really, I mean, Jack's there, but mm-hmm. I was more interested in everybody else. Jack was just yeah. kind of the added bonus. He was the, you know, he had some good jokes and comedy beats and stuff like that. And he was just, you know, it was just more Jack Sparrow shenanigans. Um, but I think this is a good conclusion to this chapter of the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. I think it's just a good way to end it. Um, you know, the whole ending of all curses and stuff like that. And Will and Liz getting to reunite and stuff like that. I think that's really cool. Um, I think people need to see it. Like if you're a fan of the of this franchise and you haven't seen this movie, go like see it. If you have Disney Plus, it's it's on there. It's the shortest one of the entire franchise. It's a little over two hours. And it's a good time. It's a really good time. There's some really weird dialogue sometimes, and the some of the CG is kind of weird. But um, it's it's a lot more exciting than than on Stranger Tides. On Stranger Tides, just, it's just a boring movie, and that's not mm-hmm. how a pirates movie should be. No. No. All right. No. All right. Let's talk about rankings. So as you know, there are three of us here. So, uh, you know, if uh, there's a two two v one, then you know the higher number wins. So. We're going to put Black Pearl as number one for right now because it's the first movie. Yeah. So Black Pearl, you're on, you're our number one currently. So Dead Man's Chest. Is Dead Man's Chest better than Black Pearl? There's no. one no and two no. So that means it's our new number two. All right. Our, our third film is At World's End. Is At World's End better than Dead Man's Chest? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, just that's, that's easy. Just, so, what are your opinions? You're just like, fuck no, it, I'm going. No, on. I'm going to ask you guys. Well, I mean, if you guys both say yes, I can't say anything. Like, because you guys are, you already outnumber me. I know, but I, I mean, I want to know. Like, what I, do you think? So, I, 
I've always been a huge, I love Black Pearl. I think it's the first film of the franchise. It started everything. I like the story behind it. I think watching it now, going through this entire franchise again, I kind of like two and three a little bit more because I like Davy Jones. Yeah. Uh, I like his whole arc. Um, but I mean, I can, I, I'm not gonna be mad about Black Pearl being number one. It's, it's a great film. Now, you think, re- I mean, I'm talking about like they're really close here on my oh, yeah. ratings. Yeah. Like, yeah. The first three, there's not a big gap between them for me. Like it's, it doesn't matter where they go for me. I think they're all pretty well. Like it's a, that's why I said, I think it's a great trilogy. I think it can be put in the category of a great trilogy alongside Indiana Jones, Black, uh, Back to the Future, The Dark Knight. Like, and, pe- and people can scream at me that they Prequel are trilogy. so wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I> just can't. <laughs> but, um, you know, people can get really mad and yell at me in the comments, but I, I, I will stand by that statement. We wouldn't um, know about Indiana Jones. But. No, but we would know about the Gabbera trilogy. That should be up there. So, is <laughs> so you think that At World's End is better than Dead Man's Chest, which I can agree with because I love At World's End. To be to me, okay. to be honest, I would put At World's End at number one. I think it's the best. Okay, but what do you guys think? Uh, I think well, go, I go ahead. I just love Davy Jones. Like I don't right. know where you put him. <laughs> I think this is going to be really controversial because I think a lot of people don't like at world's end partially uh, it's runtime, which we talked about in the episode. Um, but also it's a lot slower, especially in the first part of the movie. It's, it's a lot of just, you know, trying to figure out how to get to stuff. Yeah. yeah. But for me, I love that world's end. I could watch that movie, you know, once a week. It's just, it's such a fun movie. I could agree with you at putting three and number one. Okay, because I mean that's fine. Because I I still think the original is my favorite, but I'm fine with it. Okay. But it's like it's like it's uh, but like we said right it earlier, there. it's it they're so close. Yeah, that it's not even like it's not even a big conversation where you have to be like, oh, how could you do that? It's like, but it's it's not even that much of a difference. Like, what were we writing? And Parker's like, well, I've been outnumbered. <laughs> yeah. Um, and to be honest, I don't think I really need to talk about what's four and five because we just talked yeah. about it. I think Dead Man Tell No Tales is going to be our number four. Yeah. And then, and then uh, Davy Jones Locker. <laughs> yeah. five is, the fourth one is like way down here. And yeah. the fifth one is like. Yeah, I, I, I can agree. This is definitely the, the difference between Dead Man Tell No Tales and On Stranger Tides is a big difference. It's not even close. I would rather watch this the fifth one a hundred times over than watching the fourth one again. Anytime soon. Just it just doesn't exist. Anymore. All right. So our official dissect that film rankings of the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise is at number one, At World's End. Number two, Curse of the Black Pearl. Number three, Dead Man's Chest. Number four, Dead Men Tell No Tales. And number five, On Stranger Tides. All right, that's it, guys. That is another franchise down. We don't know what our next franchise is because we're going to be covering some solo movies going forward. We're actually, you know, you'll be like, oh, but it's it's July because this episode will be out in July. Um, it's July. You know, you got some time. No, we <laughs> September and October, we are going to be talking a lot about uh, horror movies and movies that are horror movies that uh, are celebrating some anniversaries. Um, we... Also have a I'm, we we also got a bunch of other stuff going on so uh, but next week which is what we're gonna talk about right now next week 
we have our good friend Leanne, a.k.a. Piggy, coming back again after two years of not talking about a Resident Evil movie to talk about the last Resident Evil movie that exists right now. Uh, live action, theatrical Resident Evil. I know there's like animated ones that are on Netflix and all that stuff. We're not talking about those. We're talking about Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City next week from 2021, I think it was. 2021. Yeah, it's 2021. Uh, I have never seen it. Dan and Angela have recently because uh, we're going to be recording <laughs> the next episode in a couple days. So, uh, yeah, it, it's we're excited. To, we're excited to have Piggy back. And to be honest, as much as people are like, oh, you're not going to like this. You're going to talk about a bad movie. Yeah, because it's fun and it's going to be a good time. I haven't seen it yet, so maybe I'm going to like it. We're not going to share. Dan and Angela are not going to share their thoughts yet until we talk about the episode. But we're excited to have Piggy back to talk about uh, this movie and, and to finally put a end to the Resident Evil yes. movies uh, since, um, yeah, I'm never, we're, we're never going back to those again. <laughs> Dan and, and Angel we weren't even there for everything it. good. Yeah. Right. We have to, it's the good, the bad and the ugly. Yeah. We got a lot of fun movies that we're going to be talking about going forward. Um, and uh, we got, uh, hopefully our next franchise will be a good one. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Um this was one that I had always been thinking about doing for a long time. I love the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise, and it was a lot of fun to to sit down and talk mm-hmm. about them. But um, you're welcome. Yes, a good time. thank you, Angela. Good pick thank you. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, oh, also, we have a five dollar tier on our Patreon, and we have a five dollar patron, and his name is Dustin from the Flex and Friends podcast, who became hey, he is yeah, the first you. member of the Mark Wahlberg book club. <laughs> uh, we got him sucker Woo! Woo! Kidding. Yes. so yeah thank Love you it. dustin for uh becoming a five dollar patron uh and also thank you to all of our other patrons we have rudy five four five three andrew shoning eric stein carlos mota uh the baron's hideout podcast dan and angela of dna gaming billy joseph jr doom generation and johnny browning so yeah, listen wow. listen with that five dollar tier we pay maybe, our own wage. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we let that five dollar, that first uh, five dollar tier member uh, pick our next franchise. We'll see. Ooh. Ooh. Should be interesting. That could be interesting. That could be very interesting. Also, as we're recording this, it is the 48th anniversary of my favorite movie of all time, Jaws. I just want to mention Yay. that. I know there this won't go. be out until weeks later, but I wanted to mention that. So. There you go. I mean, it Work wasn't quickly. like you were all jazzed up today. No, yeah, I was wearing my jaw shirt, but I had to switch it to this <laughs> for the episode. Yeah, you know, you gotta. You could have wore jaws. Part. There's still sharks in this movie. I mean, it's very true. Yeah, it's very it true. Ethical. All right, everybody. Until next time. Oh wait, never mind. Before we, uh, you can find us at Dissect That Film on uh, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah. Um, and we are at dissect that film on any of the podcast services. I mean, you're listening to us right now, so you know where we are and, uh, but uh, whatever you're listening to us, we have a lot of people listening to us on Apple podcasts, a lot, a lot, a lot of people listen to us on Apple podcasts and we're not getting any reviews. Like we're not getting any reviews. Come on, leave us uh, like, it's as simple as a click. You don't have to write anything. Just leave us a cool review. All right. Because the more reviews we get, the more people will, will, will find our, our podcast and listen to us and hopefully enjoy it. Listen, we are not a professional podcast. We are not a podcast that does extensive research and has a script and all that stuff. I have fucked up notes on my phone, and uh, we're just we're just three people having a conversation about a movie. And you know, we've been doing this now for 113 episodes, so 
either you like us or you don't. So I hopefully yeah. it's uh, hopefully it's the liking part. Um, yeah. But yeah, if you watch us on YouTube and you like to look at our faces, uh, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and leave us a comment on um, you know what you liked about this movie, what you liked about the episode, what you'd like to see going forward. We can put it in a pot and mix it up and see what you know about doing whatever you suggest. And uh, yeah, and if and please for a dollar you can become a patron and get these episodes early. We put them, I post them on Mondays. They're usually out on Fridays. So uh, yeah, or you can uh, become a five dollar patron where we're going to be doing a lot of fun content. Where we're going to be doing uh, bonus reviews, um, bonus episodes, not reviews, bonus episodes, commentary tracks, live streams, uh, watch alongs, a bunch of stuff. We and we also got a uh, exclusive. Um, monster show that we are going to be uh that's in the works we're going to be releasing hopefully our first episode next month so stay tuned for that all right okay that's enough of that until next time i am brett parker that is dan and angela of dna gaming we are dissect that film and this has been the dissect that film podcast episode 113 we'll see you all again next time yo ho yo ho a pirate's life for me bye, bye.